0: broadcasting from the business capital of the world this is the podcast business news network it really is super cool she is somebody that can communicate with animals really can give them messages get messages back transfer them to you and we're talking about animals in body and in spirit and she's an animal communicator and she's martha malone and she's back with us martha welcome how are you doing today
1: well, thank you, Steve. I'm doing well. How are you today?
0: Very well, very well. It's good to have you with us. And we're as I understand it, we're going to read my new kitten, and we'll get with that in a little bit. Can we talk about the the human animal bond, the connection between all of us and our pets?
1: Ah, the human animal body mind connection, yeah, I, yeah, well, this is an extraordinary and fascinating phenomenon it's all energy of course as we talked about before everything is energy and with the human animal body mind connection and it doesn't have to be an animal and their their owners if if you will um although i don't consider anybody owning a soul but I agree, uh, and
0: and you know what? I try to get away from that in saying owner, or you know, even 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 worse, master, uh, uh, so, right? Sometimes I say their person, their person, yes, something like that. Yes,
1: their person, or you know, caretaker, guardian,
0: hmm, guardian, uh, yeah,
1: whichever applies. Sure, uh, but the the human animal body mind connection, the animals, it, it doesn't necessarily apply to just the animals and their people. It can be animals and other people, maybe people that don't know, mm. but there's different things that go on with this phenomenon. One is, um, is mirroring mm. where animal will mirror what's going on. Um, mentally, emotionally, physically, with a person, for example, um, there was a a man in the UK. I saw a post on Facebook. There was a man in the UK who had injured his leg somehow. I forget what exactly, and and I guess he was limping. And the animal, his dog, was also limping and not really using uh one of his legs this is this is a wow. simple example of animals mirroring a person
0: i totally get that and you just brought back a memory martha of a cat oh. yeah a cat i had many years ago and he would mirror me and i would a lot of times i would i would just be laying down on the on the carpet on the floor and he'd be across from me and he would do what I was doing. So sometimes I would look at him and I'd close my eyes. He'd close his eyes. And then sometimes I would peek out a little bit. And then he would do the same exact thing. Or I'd take my hand and I'd go like this. And he would take his paw and go like that. He was literally doing the same exact thing. Uh, and I totally forgot about that until you just said that.
1: Yeah. And and it doesn't have to be physical, mental, emotional, Um whether it's negative or positive, it can just be actions too, like what you're talking about with the paw. Right. Um that's one example. And another example is when animals they'll try to perhaps point out to their people what's going on uh physically with them by taking taking on whatever it is for them um perhaps they're trying to heal them maybe that's part of their purpose together hmm. and and an example of this is uh there's this person and and um she had some form of cancer and the animal also developed the cancer, and what what the animal was doing was trying to take it on for the person to help heal them. Um, that's that's one example. Sometimes can I can
0: I jump in here? Oh, of course, because again, this is how my mind works. When somebody says something, then it just like clicks. The cat I was speaking of, his name was schmuggy, <laughs> had, a, had a silly meaning, but um, and- I, when he, and this is many years ago, had developed uh, minor skin cancer, and yeah, it's an ongoing thing, it's in my family, but that's when it began, he developed cancer himself at the same time, and it was a tumor on his jaw, it wasn't like an internal thing, so mine was external, his was external uh that eventually did take his life um but just what you're saying, yeah, and it was right around the same time that I started treatment again way back, uh, so call that mirroring if we want to, but based on what you're saying, maybe, maybe, wow, that's wild
1: yeah there's there's a lot to to the human animal body mind connection. Mm. That, and there's so much more that I haven't even mentioned yet, but it, so much to it and a lot of people aren't aware or maybe they're they're kind of aware where it's like they don't really know, but it's like, huh, I wonder you know XYZ And uh, it's it's something that people and animals. Need for their people as well to be aware of, and and know and understand, accept, believe, because it'll be good for not only them but for the animals too. There's there's a lot to the human animal body mind connection. So
0: and- you, you communicate with animals, so you know it runs very deep. You know your connection. Do they really know what we're thinking?
1: Yes, they do. They, they everything's energy, thoughts included mm. feelings included, and the animals they they know our thoughts, I mean maybe not every single thought sometimes maybe they have to be told, but they they know the majority of our thoughts mm. and our feelings and Sometimes they, they feel our feelings. Perhaps they're, they're mirroring it for some reason, or perhaps they're simply intentionally or unintentionally absorbing the feelings because feelings, like I said, are energy and energy is everything and energy can be transferred among other things. It can be modified. It can be healed. Um, lots of, of things involving energy can happen. So animals, they they know most of our thoughts, at least, and our feelings. Yes,
0: I believe it. You know, we've we've heard before. You know, people say. And I've said the same exact thing. It's like, it's almost as if my dog knows what I'm thinking. Almost it just knows what I'm thinking. Um, and I believe he does. Because, <laughs> you know, they react in a certain way. Let's say you're having a tough day and they jump up on the couch and they just kind of go up next to you. Um, and I've often heard this too. I don't know if I mentioned this, but I, I observed this and I've heard this. And I wonder your take on it. When you see a dog or cat or maybe a bird and they, they go like this, and they, they just shake. I, I always thought that, oh, well, you know, the feathers fur just not in the place where they want it to be, so they're kind of like shaking it to be just right. You know, sometimes when we fluff our hair or whatever. I'm understanding that they're shaking off energy. They're shaking off something from a previous moment or a situation. That's their way of, eh, I'm, I'm pushing that over there. That's why I'm shaking, shaking it off just for a second, and then I'm moving forward.
1: That absolutely could be true. It could also be true with- what it was you said, or maybe there's a little something on them, uh, uh, something from outside, piece of dust or or dirt or something, possibly. I, I don't know for sure. There's different reasons, but it absolutely could be that they're just shifting the energy, shaking off whatever energy they don't want for whatever reason.
0: Hmm.
1: and shifting
0: yeah i i always wondered i i heard that somebody told it to me and i'm like ah, i don't know if that's really true but um we talked before about you reading animals you don't even have to see them just a picture and a name and i did adopt an, a kitten recently would you like to see his picture and maybe see if you're getting anything sure okay. that sounds
1: like a great idea so and it might be good information for you.
0: Oh, 100%. I've had him just about two weeks. Um, got him from a shelter, a rescue. Uh, the cat before him, I got six months ago, and that was from the same rescue. This is a picture of him I'm going to show you. Okay. I don't know if that's clear enough. I'm trying to make, maybe that's a better picture. Um.
1: That, that's good. That's good.
0: He is, for anybody listening, he's sort of like a... Uh, Uh, gray and black tabby with with lots of white there's another picture if that helps
1: Ah, he's cute okay
0: and he is uh the first foster named him Khufu or something like it was a greek name um okay i wasn't loving it because my other cat is rocco so my daughter and i named him ricky so, it's Rocco and Ricky. Okay. And um, I don't know what else you need to know, but you, you got the picture, the name. Um, again, I, I guess he's probably three months old now-ish. I, I don't know. But uh, yeah, somewhere around there. Still acts like a ki- uh, kitten, for sure.
1: Okay. So, why don't we do this? Why don't we verify him to make sure we have the right animal? And then from there, we can talk to him.
0: Whatever you need to do, you <laughs> yeah you're leading me.
1: Okay. So let me let me establish the connection. Hi, Ricky. <laughs> okay, so he's he's coming up and rubbing my face with his face. i get getting he's purring. Hmm. Ah yes. He's sick, I have a good boy, yes? Yes. So can you tell me a little about yourself, Ricky? Okay, so he's saying he came from a small family, um, a small litter, and he's saying, well, the the surviving ones, like we were, it was a small number and we were kind of small. And he's saying this is all tra- trickling from a past life. Um, so, so what else can you tell me about your life with your daddy? He says it's great. He thinks it's going to get even better once he has more territory. And he says that he gets special individual time with his people. He's saying he's a climber. He likes to climb, and he wants you to be aware of this um, for, for the future.
0: I'm not going to confirm or deny until you're done.
1: <laughs> okay. Okay. And what else can you, can you tell me, Ricky, before we start talking with you? Okay. So he's showing me an image of someone playing with him with a, a wand toy. And him being really into it, not where he's just sort of like kind of just playing, you know, halfway, but like really being into it. He says he likes to bounce around and and he says he loves um, the like the physical contact on the chest. He loves to to be held there. And he says he's very much a, a person contact. Uh, he he likes to have a person buddy. And he says he's very much a a cat who who would enjoy being a person sidekick and their best friend, pretty much.
0: So be- uh, before you go deeper, and I forget all of these points, uh, yeah. Very interesting because he did come from a small litter. He is the runt in the litter. So that could also be the small. They're bigger than yes. him. He's substantially smaller. He is a climber uh-huh. in a big way. Um, he wants to be around you. Like I have him in a, segregated in a room now. I'm going to introduce him to the other animals within a day. And I could just sit down at my, and have him in like an office area. Sit down at my desk. He's right up there, walking everywhere in front of the monitor, all, all over. He's always like in front of you. He wants to be there. So what you're saying is 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 accurate. It's also kind of funny because he knocks everything over. And and there's you know I have an answering machine. Don't even use it. You know, and he he, he always his butt or his paw presses the button and play you know plays the messages. And they're like oh. from a year ago. Yeah, um, and the chess thing is on point because a lot of cats don't like that he's totally fine with it and he wants to be your buddy yeah he's he's got the kitten thing where he can be you know you walk in a room he's a little skitterish but you pick him up and you walk around like this and he's just happy to be there he'll come in my lap while i'm typing and he'll just chill out Uh, a lot of kittens don't do that they're always you know bouncing all over the place so i gotta say yes on all of those (laughs) i really do
1: (laughs) I'm glad to know that we have the right animal for the conversation. Sometimes other animals jump into the conversation, oh. which is why I always like to verify I have the right animal.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, and sometimes I, cause he's segregated. I feel guilty that I have him in a room. So I try to get in there and spend more time. So he does get special time. You know, I spend yeah. time with him. Um, yeah. I, I, you know, Sometimes he's a little annoying (laughs) in a loving way because he's just in your face all the time, but I guess, you know, we're stuck in a small room. So that's, that's going to happen too.
1: Yeah. He's saying that he'll still be like that, but when there's more space, he says uh, it'll be kind of more spread out. So it won't seem as it is when it's in a small room. And he's saying when introducing him Mm. to to he says, tomorrow is good, but to do it slowly and to also start out holding him under your arm, mm. and and then kind of, I don't know, sort of bend down at the knees, sort of kneeling, and and holding him um, to help introduce to the other animals.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: That way, the, he can feel secure and protected, and which you will be, uh, securing and protecting him. And then the other animals, they can feel like they were there first, sort of their, like, they have charge to do how they want. Um, not necessarily be alphas and take over, but for that introduction realize yes. that okay we have control of our feelings um our wants desires etc and if we don't feel comfortable we can simply move to another room
0: yeah and they they need to feel that he's not taking their place <laughs> or anything like that exactly. uh, anything exactly. anything weird ever come your way in a reading you know a connection like a strange thing pop up or uh, maybe a coincidence that got uh, something validated by their the animal's person? Anything in memory?
1: Oh, different things. Uh, when they've said about, about things confirming I was talking to the right animal, like, for instance, the gummy bears thing I mentioned one time. And also another one – the animal was telling me she's a healer and she was talking about about her person being sick and uh, the person uh, you know during that part of the the communication was saying that she actually did have a form of cancer and that the cat would would be there and you know, pointing, like touching that area to point it out. And hmm. I, I believe the she she felt um, that, yeah, the animal was helping with healing work through, you know, her recovery process. I don't believe the animal, if I remember correctly, I don't believe the animal was taking on her cancer, but... She was helping with the healing part the person felt, and definitely pointing it out to her.
0: Wow, it's amazing what animals do. I don't think we give them enough credit. I really don't for their intuition. Of course, their love. We we do anything for them. I got that. You know, whatever it might be. But there is it. It runs deeper, and I don't even think it's on all of our radar. (laughs) You know, that really, you know, resonates with us. Um, If somebody and you just did it for me amazingly, uh, connected with Ricky, just by a picture and and a name. How does the whole process work, Martha? somebody reaches out to you and when does it start from there?
1: Well, they reach out to me and and they want a session. Uh, sometimes they tell me some background when they contact me. Other times, maybe I'll ask for you know, information on why they'd like a session. And then we schedule a session and, and I connect.
0: Yeah. Your rates are very reasonable and you've got the ability. I mean, I just witnessed it just now. And that's why I didn't want to say anything to you until you went further in. I wanted to absorb it all, but even just the, the fact that he's okay with the chest area, you know, You could just say that, but that's very much him. And most cats, in my experience, I'm talking like 90% of them at least, don't like any touch here, Like especially the belly area. Right away, the back claws come out. (whistles) Get away. Stop. And I get it. It's It's very vulnerable. This kitten, he doesn't care. He doesn't, not at all. He's a little, again, skitterish when you walk in the room because now you're this big, tall person and he's down low here, but when he's up in your level and I just grab him and it's almost like I, I walk around with him, put him on my shoulder. <laughs> he's totally fine with it. It's
1: interesting. You mentioned that because when I was talking with Ricky and if you want, we can talk to him some more. Um, but when I was talking with him, he was talking about being on the shoulder.
0: He It's like one of his favorite places to be whenever we're, uh, together. I wish we could, we're out of time. So I, Oh. She, yeah, one quick. Um, share your website, Martha.
1: My website is marthatalkstoanimals.com.
0: Excellent. Yeah. If anybody wants some clarity, even the background. So I have, I have rescues, you know, learn the background from them and um, spot on about with the, the word small. I think that also translated to his size because you didn't have to say that you didn't, you know, but you did. And he's the runt. You know, we make fun of him. I I saw his uh, brothers and sisters and they're way bigger. So he is small and it was a small litter as well. Uh, Martha talks to is uh, your website. Yes. Excellent. Martha, thanks for being here. Thanks for the reading. And uh, I look forward next time we get a chance to talk.
1: Well, same here. And thank you for having me and thank you for, for, asking me to talk to Ricky that's gonna be great
0: I walk through the door tonight and and you know Ricky's gonna say hey Martha's pretty cool (laughs) no I'm kidding I wish he did (laughs) all right
1: he might might say that
0: yeah I, I need to interpret it though I need to work on that uh thanks again Martha we'll talk next time okay sounds
1: good thank you I look forward to it
0: same here we'll be right back broadcasting from the business capital of the world this is the podcast business news network
1: of course my kid's in the right car seat well i think he is yeah my kid's in a booster seat he was ready to move up he is ready right
0: her car seat
1: looks like the right size
0: there are probably rules on when to move up to a booster seat, aren't there? Rear-facing, forward-facing, I think I have it right. Car crashes are a leading killer of children 1 to 13. Are your children in the right car seat for their age and size? Don't think you know, know you know. Go to safercar.gov the right seat.
1: I know my child's in the right car seat, or else I wouldn't get in the driver's seat.
0: Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council.